0: Welcome to Pop X Cast, a podcast that brings together the worlds of pop culture and science fiction in a way that breathes life into our inner child. From nostalgia to all things retro, pop culture news, film reviews, and the retro rewind, we explore all realms of geeky goodness. So find your comfy spot, top off your glass, and don't forget those pizza rolls in the air fryer because it's time for pop X Cast. listening To Pop X Cast, where science fiction beats pop culture. Pop Here we go! Pop X Cast. I was born in it,
1: molded by it. Pop X Cast. <laughs>
0: Transform. Hulk. Hulk. I'm Batman. By the power of Grey Skull. Horvitz oh, cast. Cool. We're doomed. Cold here is Tyrell. More human than human is our motto. Hulk. No.
1: No. no. Here's Johnny. Never
0: had a pet pony. Hasta la vista, baby. cast Captain's Log Supplemental. Megasonic Teenage. What the sh- I am the one who knocks. Exhaustior!
2: All right, and welcome, everyone. Welcome to Cast episode 144 for this july the 15th 2022 we're on a friday at one o'clock in the afternoon eastern 12 central lit what what are we doing guys lit (laughs) Lit. well
3: it's it's light outside i don't know what's happening
2: i don't know either i'm usually a creature of the night but tonight (laughs) today i'm a day dweller um wow i'm really pulling out some blade stuff there aren't i but I have to say the premise of today's show is probably my fault because I was out of town over the weekend.
0: Ooh, well
2: yeah, yeah. I was in Atlanta, Georgia over the weekend, nice last weekend. Not not this coming, not this weekend, but last weekend when Thor Love and Thunder came out and and me and Lindsay were talking this week. It's like we got to get a show out we while this movie <laughs> is like number one at the box office right now. And I was like, Yes. And so, like, you know, Captain Planet let our powders combine. We are here in true fashion. What's up, Team Pop X? Uh, Austin, how have you been, bro? What's new?
1: Hey, man. Just watching everything that I can possibly watch, man. There's a lot of stuff, and, <laughs> and my brain's fried. Hello? <laughs> my brain is fried, y'all. Hey, yo. Like a crispy piece of fried chicken. Well I don't know where I'm done. at. And yesterday, I don't know if you saw it yesterday. I, for like 30 seconds, I posted um, Pop X cast today. And I was like, no, today's Thursday. Pop X cast is Friday. And then I was like, the whole day. Even after I deleted it, I thought yesterday was Friday. And so I woke up this morning knowing it was Friday and thought it was Saturday. It's I, I'm a mess right now. I'm a mess. <laughs> what, what's happening? <laughs> my brain, man. It's,
2: it's scrambled. Oh my like gosh. Uh, well, before, before we do that, I want to say Sinead over in the chat room. Oh my god, Austin Burke. I'm your biggest fan. I love you, Austin. Uh, oh so Sinead oh is, he, is... He's really here. He's, he's really here.
0: Oh, there <laughs> goes the underwear. Anyway, um,
2: <laughs> huge shout out to S. J. McFly, who is literally a rock throwing distance from my front window right here. What's up, Shane? Let's go, my neighbor. Hey. How you doing? And then unicorns and rainbows. What's up, Tree Smoker? It's good to see you, Dawn. Hope you're having having. Hi, it.
3: Dawn. Lindsay, Hello. how
2: have you been?
3: Oh, dude, I'm I'm good. As as my dear friend Joseph Burke would say, finer than a frog's hair is split three ways. You bet your
2: bottom ways. dollar. <laughs> Hot diggity dang oh in the Denny? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing it's,
3: well. It's not me.
2: It's the mermaid. It's not me. It's the mermaid. <laughs>
3: it's half, this, this, this stream is powered by caffeine. Yes. Mm-hmm. This,
2: as you notice, this is a different Pop Expo because usually it's 9 o'clock we have at night. energy. And <laughs> so we're like, this
3: is a fully, and coming up
2: next on headlines, we've got, No! no. Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> no, today. This is
3: fully, fully powered. We by are jacked all up right caffeine. now.
2: My God, it's so good. Anyway, it's
3: great. It's been great. It's uh, summer. We're running our butts off doing all the things. And, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing.
2: It's hotter than Satan's underwear in the middle of God, July right so now. Hot. I'm telling you,
3: mm-hmm. it is hot, man. So
2: hot. I mowed grass yesterday so and I, I'm pretty sure I lost five pounds of body fluid. I
1: did too, man. I walked in. I was, I was sliding Dude, down the I was house, a slippery like, slope, You're man. My yeah, back
2: the back my back was a, literally a slip and slide. I'm not joking. So,
3: so now you just run and jump on the couch and you wee,
2: No, you there's no jumping on the couch with this kind of stuff rolling off my back, if you know what I'm saying. I you gotta hit the shower and clean up or you know that kind of because mm-hmm. you ain't gonna get, get no ain't gonna get no daggone oil grease stains on my couch. Well just Techno lay
3: down right. a tarp in the living room and just run and jump and I
2: actually, take I just,
3: advantage of the I was just friction. sliding all
2: over our tile here. It was great, it's it a good experience. Oh like Rail sticky. My dogs were confused, but I wasn't. I knew I knew Jove my belly
3: I, flopping and just I knew sliding my place down the hall
2: dude I get on my belly I, it's just <laughs> 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 this is getting
3: weird this is getting weird
2: all right a fidget guys
1: spinner let's,
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> sit there. oh my god I'm a fidget spinner that's awesome <laughs>
3: I don't know <laughs> what's anymore. happening right now but I'm I here for it that's I'm great here that's, for it
2: it's good times all right so yeah. Austin Burke open us up man let's get this show going
1: Oh, guys! Okay. Uh, welcome to PopX, where science fiction meets pop culture. I'm Austin Burke, the Appalachian <laughs> geek at heart. We would like to welcome everyone joining us in the uh, joining us live in the PopX.live chat room. You guys, please come and hang out with us. Join the conversation at popxcast.com. And if this is your first time tuning into PopX, the first ten to fifteen minutes or so, we run down the headlines since our last show, and then we dive really deep into mm. all things nostalgic on the retro rewind and at the halfway point we hit on the show's topic and today's topic is going to be love and thunder, and thunder. <coughs> indeed
2: i am joseph burke central florida's seasoned comic book nerd and retro enthusiast and founder of pop x cast now also Lindsay badger and myself and a host of other creators we do a thing called the multiverse where badger makes you can see her live on twitch several times a week you can see myself live several times a week if you guys don't know how to plug in, make sure you connect to our Discord channels. There is a QR code at the bottom right of your screen. You can scan that at any time during our show and go over to the Creative Multiverse Discord. Also, too, we have a Badger Makes Discord as well. And so make sure that you get those links. You find those links. They'll be in the show description of tonight's show, of today's show, tonight's show of today's show. Um, not to today's show. That's NBC Comcast. That's a copyright strike. Okay, we're screwed. We're never going to have another yeah. show again. Anyway, um, Wow, this is really great. <laughs> I like coffee. Um, but
3: Double connect with shot. us on the
2: Creative Multiverse and hit on that Discord button, and uh, you guys will be able to connect with us and know when we go live, whether it's on YouTube, Twitch, or wherever.
3: Or you could just say Multiverse three times and then we'll it will summon that, like Beetlejuice. Or,
2: or me as a fidget spinner in your, in your kitchen.
3: Oh, God. No. Somebody make that animated gift. Whirly stuff. Burlies. Anyway,
0: <laughs> it's Joe's Whirly Burlies. <laughs>
3: I'm a little scared, but you I also be. want to see it. So it'll pl- kind of be like one of these.
2: You should be. Yeah. No. You. You. This. You want to see situations.
1: Yep. Power of God compels you. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> no.
3: Well, uh, I know I was here for last episode, but in case you guys weren't, make sure you go over and watch our last episode, number one forty-three. We talked about the Obi-Wan Kenobi
1: series. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Well,
2: Hello there. Hello there.
3: And we also did the little retro rewind of Field of Dreams, which was so good.
2: It was Not really good. I,
3: I forgot how good <laughs> it was. And so I'm glad we, we got to unpack that for you guys as well. Mm. Um, so if you didn't get to see that, make sure you head over to the official Popex website, there. popxcast.com. For that episode and all the other goodness that we've done over the, what, seven, 500 years (laughs) of filming this show now. Long
0: time.
3: (laughs) All all the things are there, all conveniently in one place. (laughs) Yes,
2: indeed. Indeed. Um,
3: If you guys are hanging out with us tonight and you're liking what you're seeing, make sure you're clicking all the buttons that make the algorithms happy. Mm. Thumbs it up. Sub it. Slam the bell, you know the drill, just do it. Do it because cause it makes the bots overlords happy. Okay.
0: <laughs> do, do it.
3: <laughs> and for yes, do it. Do it. And, and don't forget the pot of uh, the podcast is actually the real reason why we started yeah. this whole show in the first place. So we can't forget those friends. It's true. Whenever we're listening on the audio platforms, make sure yeah. you guys are giving us some nice five-star reviews. And maybe a nice comment would be cool too.
2: Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Love you long time. Yeah. righty. Are you guys ready for some PopEx news?
0: Let's do it. it.
2: Let's do it. Don't go anywhere. Popex News headlines come your way. Extra, extra. Read all about it. This is PopEx News coming to you live right here on PopExcast.com. Austin Burke, the movie that we're talking about. The very one. You get to tell us some numbers and facts and figures, and if there's anything that I didn't put in the, in, the, in the notes that you already have acquired in your own vast knowledge, just go sure. ahead and share that as well.
1: No, no, I, I think you did a great job here, Joe. Uh, and there was never any doubt Ooh. that Thor Love and Thunder would come in at number one at the box office this weekend. Uh, the only question was what the total would be via deadline. Thor Love and Thunder had a domestic uh, bow of 143 million dollars that's 21 million above Thor Ragnarok's 122 million opening all the way back in 2017 uh-huh. but it's also well below the 188 million opening of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness earlier this year granted the newest Thor sequel had uh, much heavier competition than Multiverse of Madness absolutely coming in at number 2 was <laughs> Minions: The Rise of Gru with 47.2 million dollars uh, and a new tw- uh, 211 a million-dollar domestic take. My goodness. Tom Cruise's sequel, yes, uh, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, landed in the third position. Oh, my God. What are we in? It's seventh, eighth weekend, and it's in the third position with mm-hmm. $14.6 million dollars and an absolutely stellar $596 million domestic take. Total at this rate, there are only a few films that could challenge Maverick for this year's box office crown. Perhaps Avatar: The Way of Water or Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, if they perform as well as their predecessors. My God, Top Gun: Maverick, we could talk about that all day. Uh, But in honesty, or in all honesty, I think this take for Thor is super solid. I'll be curious to see what the drop off is because the reception has been mixed, right? But in terms of an opening weekend coming in above Ragnarok, and then maybe it didn't have all the multiversal stuff that Doctor Strange had, but it still got close to that opening, and it's solely <clears throat> based around Thor instead of Doctor Strange and the multiverse. I think that's a great opening weekend. I'm interested to see what it does this weekend.
2: I'm I'm interested to see that as well. Um, you know, Thor Love and Thunder, it did shatter some records. It didn't go all the way up to Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. Sure. But... Um, you know, I, I really do feel that it may not be as good as Thor Ragnarok, but I do feel it is a different take on a franchise that we may not know about. With that being said, um, really quickly, we have a countdown timer that says that we are about ready to be booted out of Zoom. I don't know if you guys see that on your end. Do you oh, guys no. see that?
3: I see that on my end, but I don't see it on the live stream.
2: I'm scared. What's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen after the the seven minute and 30 second mark uh so oh my God, you guys um here let's do a quick backup plan here right quick if you guys can roll over into discord um in a minute um i don't know what's going to happen here i don't know how it's going to happen um <laughs> but we're going to do this live while we're streaming in real time
3: yay do um, you have a mod channel so we don't have random surprises do you
2: have one Lindsay?
3: Uh, I can. We can do coloring table. All right, let's do It'll that. Be limited, but not private. <clears throat> i can create one real quick.
2: Uh If you could, that'd be great because we're um, live streaming in real time. Yeah, we may have to use Discord, you all, uh while we're live streaming to get this thing
1: under. This is okay. We we'll have. Just
3: edit, we'll just edit in post.
1: We got this. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I believe. I b- I believe. Timer's scary though. I mean, listen, that's six forty. Oh.
2: Yeah, it's Go counting ahead. down. There's like a Zoom countdown timer here, and I'm not sure we why it, it's never done that before. It's like upgrade to pro and i was like wait i do have pro so i don't know if it's going to kick us off it may kick us off at six minute but anyway i'm going to continue on with my new segment yeah Um, uh we're going to continue on because we're not going to like let it let this get us down if not we'll just figure out another thing in real time and we'll get you guys going back on the whole super seven's modern day seven inch redos of playmates old five inch teenage mutant ninja turtles action figures have met with a glowing review But the next ones come, literally, will glow. Following the footsteps of the Mutagen Man, Baxter Stockman, and the Foot Soldier, the four brothers get their own Luminous Wave. These glowing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will be Super 7's exclusives, and alas, include price hike to $65 each. Despite fewer accessories than the originals, each of the foursome will include bonus head, six bonus hands, open and closed turtle communicators, ooze canister, pizza slice, and original pre-mutagen figures. These will not show up at other sites at a standard retail price. These are only exclusive through Super 7. Uh, Let's see. And so the only way to get these is directly through Super 7's link, which we will drop right now into the chat. All right, so we're going to drop it right now. So if you guys are wanting to see it, Wanting to pre-order it, there is a link now in the chat for the Super 7 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles exclusive pack. These guys are glowing, y'all. They're glowing. It looks good.
3: Yeah, that's that's <clears> legit. <throat> I like the glow in the dark. I do too. For sure.
2: <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so if you guys are into this, you're into retro things, you want to check it out. And you need to click that link and... and it, I, I want to say it may be worth it if you are a collector of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles specifically. Um, but I thought it was really worth a mention because these are not your normal glow toys. The, the pure plastic um, is what actually glows. These are not painted, so it is infused in the plastic. So that's extremely interesting. And according to the images that we see here, and I believe that they're using a UV blacklight On these to make these pop just that much more Uh, these things would look really good in an in a night room with a with a black light somewhere but uh, click on that link and let us know for sure
1: Lindsay are you are you good
3: I've got my channel open Austin has to get the server then
1: okay (laughs) I am currently not logged in on my computer and I do not know my password (sighs) I am oh
3: that's super lovely Well, uh, while you're sorting through that, we will. We'll talk have three about minutes and fifty Wordle. seconds to
0: figure this out. We're
3: gonna, we're gonna get through this news, and then we'll take a, a switch <laughs> platform break in a minute. All right. So, um, you guys, if I don't know if you know of a really popular word game called Wordle, um, I'm not a, technically obsessed with it, but I do enjoy a good Wordle <laughs> from time to time. Um, you can now. You and your friends, not just you. You and your friends can now experience the puzzles in physical board game form thanks to Hasbro's Wordle, the party game. An analog version of Wordle mimics the online version with secret word that players must guess in the fewest tries possible with only six guesses max. Wow. Of course, in order for the physical version of Wordle to work, some changes are needed. For example, a player designated as the Wordle host writes down a secret word, and other players must com- compete to guess the word in the fewest amount of tries. The fewer tries equal fewer fewer tries equals fewer points, so the player with the fewest points at the end of the game will win, kind of like golf.
0: Mm.
3: (laughs) wordle the party game also improves on the web-based version in respect that it can be played more than once a day that's nice yep um and there it's also dry erase so you can reuse it as many times as you want sweet i like it uh you can also switch it up the gameplay with three variations fast timed or teams and you can pre-order it on entertainment earth for 19.99 plus sh- free shipping. Hell yeah!
0: Well, okay. <laughs> let's go.
3: Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, it's on. I think it's on Amazon. Yeah, yeah it's on the it Amazons. Is. If you guys want to go check that out, you can go have a party game of Wordles. That's well, pretty dang rad.
2: It is really re- dang rad. And well, uh, so we, we just got done with thing. news. There's something really cool I want to show you guys before we move on to uh, Footloose. Um, okay. So I got something in the mail.
0: Oh a light Look at this, dude.
2: But
3: it's is not that not the light coolest? Bright. It's not just any light bright. It's a
2: Stranger <laughs> Things light dude. bright, y'all.
3: Can you dude. talk to the upside down?
2: I've tried. I've tried. It doesn't talk so back. It's,
3: like a, it's a light bright and a Ouija board check, all in check one. Check that now. out, y'all.
2: <laughs> so That's the coolest. So check this. Uh, so it's got four different modes of light. So check it out. It'll like. It moves around like a neon light. That's
3: even cooler than the original one. See,
2: watch this. Look at this. It like, you know how the old neon lights back in the day would like parts of it would load and glow.
0: That is
3: so
2: cool. Look at that. All right. So that's not, that's not all of it. That's not all of it. Wait, look at the box art. Mm. You have
1: to save the box.
2: You have to.
3: Yeah, can't get rid but of the box. Instead oh of flipping God, a look, box,
2: normally you flip a box this way to see at the back Eddie. panel. Oh my God. Watch this. You do this. You flip it upside down. I like that more. <laughs> you flip yeah. it upside down to be it upside lo- yeah, down.
3: The logo's, oh my gosh. What
2: is going on? The, the, the
3: picture's upside down, but all of the other stuff is not. Now, oh my gosh.
2: This box so set also comes with a Stranger Things sticker pack that is officially licensed. As well as a oh, little keepsake Stranger Things Light Bright bead pack for your <gasps> little light beads, for a little and you get all kinds of really cool templates. There's 16 different. Now this is on Amazon right now, guys.
3: How but much was this?
2: Thirty, thirty dollars.
3: Thirty bucks. That's so. Not, oh so you got the tigers. No tigers.
2: Um, we've got. Uh, much. Is that a bunny? I think it's a bunny with a heart. Oh. I'm not sure. Um there was one in here that was really cool though. It's like I I have no idea what some of these are. Oh that's is there, yeah, a, de- that's, is look, there
3: a demogorgon in That's
2: there? a walkie-talkie. Look That'd at walkie. Yeah,
1: oh, the one that um Susie uses.
2: Yeah there is a demogorgon in here, Lindsay. Um
0: oh, yes.
2: Let's see here. Let me see if I can find it right quick and then we'll move on. But I was looking through this, and I was like, what is going on? This thing is so I'm gonna cool. I'm going to put
3: that on my Christmas wish list, man.
2: It is so fun, and I can't wait to like start. Here, I can't wait.
3: Till here's Christmas a
2: Demogorgon. To in, I found it. There is a Demogorgon. Oh,
3: there he Ooh, is. Look, look at, at the that Demogorgon. Cloud.
2: Look at that. I, like that. I like that. I like that. Mm. So, you guys, seriously, I, I had a light break growing up as a kid. I got to say, being able to own one of these in modern day, it's just baller. It's yeah. cool. I mean, it was fun putting these in, and I just can't wait. To, I, I like to make a PopEx logo or something, but here's Ooh. what I have planned for this. Yeah. There's a reason why I did this. Dude. So you can run this through Photoshop, and you can run a filter on it that will remove the background, and you can create pixel art that is illuminated, oh, and you don't even God. have to add the illumination to it.
3: What? So
2: here's yeah, – that Exactly. So what? I plan on doing some pixel art of my own and photographing it and then running an exposure on it and removing out all the background and stuff. And you'll have these really cool illuminated pixel pegs.
3: Oh, that, my God. So, As Jeremy said, this should be on all of our Amazon. Businesses. Right? Yes, it
2: should. Right? Yes, it's it should amazing. Be. I mean, come on. So I say that, man. It's, it's fun. It's a fun little thing. It came yesterday, and Alex is, is like, a you're cool a kid guy. in a candy store right now. And I was like, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> that hey, is a way great. cool set, dude.
2: All right. But uh, having said that, are you guys ready for a little retro rewind? Heck yeah. All right. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. Footloose.
0: Footloose. Kick off your Sunday shoes. Mm. Footloose.
2: <laughs> Coming up now. On the retro rewind. Oh, my gosh.
0: Retro Rewind. Huh. Retro Rewind. Retro
2: Rewind we're back here on the retro rewind. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us here tonight. Yeah. We are talking about Footloose today. One of Kevin Bacon's uh one of, I guess that's probably one of his first films he when he, he came out. He was
3: such a baby.
2: He had a baby face. Was, that I mean, haircut
3: though. Oh my god. That haircut, he looked like a chia pet.
2: That that haircut was on fleek, I'm not going to lie to you. But uh Kevin Bacon pretty much the the, the plot is you have you have an inner city a uh, kid, that is, his family moves to a rural part of, of the country, and in that becomes the country mindset, the country lifestyle, the country way of living. And insert the pastor, John Lithgow, uh, who, who kind of has this commanding hand over the community, right? And so you insert Ren, who is Kevin Bacon's character. He's like, you guys, what are you doing? Why are, Why are you stuck in this old-school mentality, traditional way of thinking? And it's really interesting because Kevin Bacon's role, you would think there would be a lot more dancing in the film, but it's actually a lot more deeper dive than that. It's it's there's teen angst, but at the same time, it's coming of age. There's definitely a huge coming of age. And yeah. it's it's really it's really fun. And I think for me having to I haven't seen this movie in quite some time and having it revisited was just amazing, and and I, I forgot the powerful role that John Lithgow played in this, because even though he, he was the one that we wanted to hate, kind of the antagonist of the film, at the end of the film, he truly found his heart and his place, and essentially re- reunited the love between him and his wife, and it just goes to show you, you can truly get so deep and lost in your work that you forget everything around you, and... um it was it was really interesting one of the pinnacle scenes of the movie is when the pastor slapped his own daughter in the face
3: there was a lot of
2: there was a lot man it was it was, was a lot of a violent he's or, like and he's like i never hit I've never hit anyone like, much less my daughter he's like yeah. oh man that sucks you know but uh Austin um how long has it been since you've seen this film I know we were talking earlier it's been a couple of years is there any takeaways for you from this old retro classic
1: yeah, it's been a bit, man, and I, I wanted to go back and revisit it. Uh, didn't have time due to the other screeners, but it is a movie that I, I do fondly remember because I actually went back and rewatched. I believe it was only my second time watching it a couple of years ago after I watched the remake. Mm. And let me tell you, it's not a movie that needed to be remade because that remake did not work. I think the concept of this town revolting against the idea of bringing new ideas to the table is a great concept right Mm -hmm. it's one we've seen played out before but not with this level of energy and enthusiasm and i think the performances here do stand out as some of the best whether you're talking lithgow or kevin bacon this may be and you're talking kevin bacon right Mm -hmm. so many roles this may be his most iconic role ever i
3: think that was his breakout role
1: it it was wow absolutely yeah And that's that's saying something, but you go back and you rewatch, at least last time I revisited, and it was um, it was so impactful, and I thought he absolutely crushed the role. He got off to a hot start, if you will. Now, you know, there are conventions and there are things about the movie that, uh, again, you've seen before, but never in this setting, so I think yeah. that's what allows it to stand out. And, and I remember fondly enjoying this film and just having a good time with the energy that it brings to the table, and obviously... Now I gotta cut loose. Just thinking about Footless. that song and, and you just it, it you smile when you think about this film. Uh
2: yeah. Kenny Loggin's score, I do believe, is one of the pinnacle scores that really solidified this film in yes. pop culture history. So yet. memorable. And you know, yes. amazingly enough, it's not a John Hughes film. It kind of feels like one. Oh yeah. It, it kind of feels it like does. a John Hughes film, right?
1: It does, absolutely. It does. Yeah.
2: Lindsay, you just watched this last night after literally going live on your own <laughs> Twitch channel. The girl, the girl completed an artwork in the wee hours of the morning, and she just said, "You know what? I want to watch a movie." Yeah,
3: so we're, so, just, we're just gonna okay. pow- we're just gonna power yeah. through this. Power through it. No, I've I've seen the Footloose uh, countless times. I can't tell you how many times I've seen it, but I really wanted to get that nice, fresh perspective. Because sometimes you forget the details. Yeah. And I I really appreciate this movie for the details because um, there's a journey of a whole lot of. The the kids are like numb to this culture that they've been brought into almost because everything is no. Yeah. Everything is no. Every corner, every moment, everything is always no. And they've just kind of, as a collective, learned to accept it. And so you have this new kid coming into town that's not used to the nose and trying desperately to navigate the... It's like walking on on glass. It is. uh, Trying to get through all of these rules and regulations and laws, and he's just trying to have fun, and he's not stirring the pot, but yet trouble is always coming his way, so he's also the outsider, automatically labeled as a bad kid. And so uh, he's desperately trying to overcome this, and he's getting it from all angles. He's getting it from the bullies, he's getting it from the adults in the town, but he's also getting it from his own family. That yeah. uncle that he comes to live with, I just wanted to punch him in the throat. Oh. But, um, <laughs> yes. So and he's even trying to avoid all of the advances of the preacher's daughter, Ariel, and and uh, there's she, many. Yeah, and there's yeah. she is there's like relentless to just throwing herself at him, and and I think it's just a you gotta watch those creatures kids behavior of hers to try to overcome her overly controlling father, even though it's you know the the path to where is paved with good intentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the father uh, definitely overreaches with his control. Agreed. Uh, trying to soothe his own wounds. From the loss of his son only five short years before this story is told so um, we we're just kind of revisiting we're going on in multiple journeys but i find the father's journey to be the most interesting mm-hmm. of the whole movie because he does have that change of heart at the end i absolutely love the the silent soldier the mother mm. the preacher's wife mm-hmm. is actually the one that turns the tides of this yeah. story at the very end. And she doesn't have a lot of speaking roles. She has a lot of presence. But what she says
0: is important. But what
3: she says is so incredibly powerful. And um, it's almost like he just assumed that she agreed with him. And then she just had to say that one thing. And he was just like flipped a switch in his brain. That's, that's so, so good. good that
2: you said it. Yeah, never yeah. assume. Some, what someone is thinking or what someone mm-hmm. is going through. And she was such a voice in this, and like you said, small dialogue but a powerful punch. So powerful Powerful punch. So, Um, so I think for me it was a really a good joy. I think Lindsay, this was your choice, wasn't it, to do Footloose? Was it? Uh, Yeah, it
3: was. It was one of the on the list of the suggestions I threw out there. Really
2: good one, actually. I haven't visited this one. It's been over ten years for me for seeing Footloose. It's been a while. So there was a lot of it I, I forgot liked, about.
3: I liked, too, that it wasn't a predictable outcome for the, the council meeting. Right. I really appreciated that. They still got the no. They did. They still got they the did. no. But the, the, they kind of backskirted around it because they're a city on a state line. So they actually just had to cross some railroad tracks conveniently to have their party anyways. But I really like that they, they added that part into the story. Yeah, because you could it was a predictable storyline the way it was heading. And then they were like, nope, we're gonna go this way, <laughs> which I kind of enjoyed that part.
1: It's awesome. For me, it's also like you study the psychology of when kids are when kids are told to do one thing, what are they going to do? They're yeah. going to do yeah. the opposite. Especially when you've got... The, the town has such a stranglehold on what they're trying to do in this movie. So you're almost rooting for them. Well, you are rooting for them to rebel against that, which it's it's a great talking point. Like As much as it doesn't seem like this movie will spawn some interesting talking points, this is something that's carried over, I mean, through decades, right? So I think mm-hmm. it's a great... It's an interesting thing to look at from... A psychology standpoint just the, the way that kids handle this type of um it's 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 fascinating to me. it is fascinating yeah, it, it really it. is yeah.
2: and you know one of the one of the big scenes and i'll shut up after this and we'll give our review officially but um one of the scenes too is like the the townsfolk was so irate about this dance going on that they begin mm-hmm. You know things of pop culture. I know Tom Sawyer was brought up, the book and the film and stuff like that. the The townsfolk began to and burn the, books in the, the town square. I
0: think yeah. was the other book. And this is like
2: yeah, the Cider House Rules, I believe. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know the pastor John Lithgow's character w- walked up and was like, "What are you guys doing?" the enemy is not in these books it's out yeah. there wow. it's, it's it's right in, here it's in
3: your heart right yeah. here
2: and i was like okay that Go was a powerful st-
3: judgment upon yourself exactly so that is such a powerful statement
2: let he who and is you know. without sin cast the first stone essentially yeah. and what are you yeah. guys doing here Um, Great movie. Uh, Really quick before we give our score, uh, it's just a couple things I want to let you guys know. Madonna auditioned for the role of Ariel, which is the pastor's daughter.
0: Wow.
2: Kevin Bacon didn't realize upon taking the role he was actually going to have to dance. He also (laughs) revealed that he wasn't, he was very disappointed about needing to use stunt doubles for some of the dance routines. If you notice in the barn scene, some of those scenes was not Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, Kevin Bacon went undercover as a high school student to prepare for film. That's interesting. That's
0: that's very and interesting. And
2: then John Lithgow sneakily got a real-life minister to help him prepare for his role.
1: Wow. That's cool.
2: So, interesting factoids uh, from this movie, Footloose 1984. Guys, you ready to review this and move on to Thor, Love, and Thunder? Sure. Absolutely. Austin, uh, Lindsay, you guys— Go ahead, Awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm uh, floating. I mean, again, I didn't get to watch it recently, so I don't want to nail down a number. Around a 7.5 for yeah. me. I, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. I think it's a, a great product of its time, and it's memorable for a reason. Exactly. Lindsay? I'm going
3: to put it at a 8.2. It's a really solid movie. It holds up. Even... I mean, the, the, obviously, the hairstyles, the clothing, <laughs> the music is all very much 80s, but Pure. the story holds up. It does. Yes. So um, it's still very much relevant
2: for, for being a story that's told. It's right actually back. funny. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I think I'm going to go with, with an 8.4. Uh, for this one Uh, and i'm kind of starting a trend and i don't intend to do that but this movie came out in 84 and i'm giving it an (laughs) (laughs) 8.4 it's not the first time i've done that on pop x but that was the number that was echoing in my mind when i finished watching it yesterday and uh so 8.4 8.2 7.5 that is pop x's official review of footloose from 1984 guys if you haven't seen it in a while Mm -hmm. do yourself a favor enjoy it with a movie night with your family it's it's definitely fun. It's it's it's. There's there's some scenes that may have a little parental guidance, but there's nothing too invasive, and there's nothing too too bad about the film that uh, yeah. normal audiences would be able to understand, and the kids will love the dance scenes for sure, so
0: yeah, check it out. It's definitely a rewatchable out. movie. It is. it is.
2: With that said, are you guys ready for some Thor Love and Thunder?
0: Yay! Yay! Don't
2: go anywhere. Spoiler alert warning, rolling out right now. If you have not seen Thor Love and Thunder in film and cinema, you might want to hit that pause button and come back, okay?
0: Danger. You are about to enter a a P-P-P-X. Spoiler alert. Beyond this point, there is no return. You have been warned.
2: You have been warned that miss marvel is a mutant all right so i i got, <laughs> had to get that out i'm so sorry uh feels <laughs> good It feels good, this feels good on the- it feels so good <laughs> she's a mutant <laughs> um no, that awesome. so oh, that is you. not even what we're talking about is it but i did roll yep. the- i did roll the spoiler
0: alert That's warning true.
3: he just couldn't hit, know, he I had just... he couldn't play that fast enough
2: oh Lindsay, have you seen miss marvel
3: I've seen the first episode. Okay. I've been kind of slowly working that one
2: into the road. I uh, sh- apologize. Uh, so <laughs> fu- no, these sh- are not the sh- droids you're looking for. <laughs> I love that. I love, that. I love um, that. Anyway, Thor: Love and Thunder, you guys hit cinemas last week. Uh, last week around Thursday, um, and it, you know it. We knew it was going to be a, a decent size hit, as Austin alluded to in the news headlines. It made really good numbers in the box office. Didn't quite top Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, and definitely Maverick is is a beast to be reckoned with in terms of box yeah. office numbers, but it did fairly well. It did really good for itself, and it's probably expected to take retain that number one title this weekend. But yeah. Thor finds himself still with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're still trying to get rid of Thor so they can go do Guardians of the Galaxy things, but Thor don't want to leave, and... And it's an interesting take. It really is. And um, Austin, I want—I was watching your first your first theater reactions. I love your theater reactions on TikTok because right oh, when yeah, you get I, out of the I, cinema, if you guys I, aren't following I, Austin Burke on TikTok, you need to be doing that. In the Burkeinator, check him out. Austin Burke movies, right? Austin Burke movies. Yep. yep.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, check him out on uh, TikTok. But he, he, as soon as he gets out of the theater and he sees these movies premiere, sometimes two weeks in advance, he'll give you first reactions. And that's so important for me. No spoilers, first reactions. And so um, it's really cool. uh, Check that out. But we find Thor in a different film, a different Mm -hmm. setting than we've seen him in Ragnarok, Dark World, and the original Thor, especially with all the Avengers movies and stuff. Thor has kind of uh, become a more of a cheesy, campy character in in, in a lot of ways as not the god of thunder who wills Mjolnir. But it is interesting to see Taika Waititi's take, and we're actually infusing a little more heart into the film uh specifically with jane foster's character coming back to reprise her role and natalie portman uh awesome what did you what What were some takeaways for you
1: so i i i wanted to see this this movie again it, it's one of those films that the, the highs are are so high yeah Then I mean, you have my lows that just they stayed with me after the movie was over and, and weeks after thinking about it i'm like man this is, there were parts of it that felt so messy. I needed to see it again. Mm. And I'm staying true to my highs being ridiculously high. You mentioned the Jane cancer storyline. And that's something I know we talked about before the movie released. I am so glad they, they included that in the movie Mm -hmm. Uh, because what this movie needed was to keep the emotion alive through the comedy. And there's a lot of comedy in this film. Not all of it works, unfortunately, but what works so well is when they just kind of scale back on that and focus more on, the heaviness of Jane's cancer storyline, and then the heaviness with gore and gore's daughter, the motivations behind what he's doing, going after these gods, whatnot, right? Right. So you have gore as like this really intimidating villain. I think Bell does a phenomenal job. I needed more from him. Right. I think we need more god butchering. We didn't really see any god butchering, and he's the god butcher, so that was unfortunate. Uh, But when it all comes together and culminates at the end, as many issues as I do have with the first half of this film Uh, I found the third act to be so much fun, so wonderful, and where we leave Thor off now, and especially that tease at the end, uh, I think the future's in good hands. I just I feel like Taika Waititi maybe went a little too overboard with what he does most in this movie, and that's take things over the top, and he he did that, and it's kind of hurt me post-watching for the first time, but I still really like the film, I think it's a lot of fun, and I, I had a good experience both times watching the movie.
2: Yeah, I I, I have to echo exactly what you just said. I mean, I, I do feel that Watiti did take things a little over the top, and I did. I can use honestly, to be honest, I could have seen more of gore. God, the God Butcher. Yeah. Um. We only see him slay one god. Well, two gods. Um. Yeah. Essentially, in this movie, uh, you know, the the one at the beginning of the film, and then the the giant god that was laying in the the vast. Yeah. Snowfield, um Snowfield, uh, who was referenced in the comic book. That actual scene was in mm-hmm. a comic book, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't really see a lot of God butchering. We just hear that he's butchering gods, but we – yeah. and I, I, I don't know if that was restrained by Disney for a reason because I know when he killed the first god, it was gold that was coming out of the god's throat, not blood. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it, it's like Disney's way of like, yeah, let's just make it gold and not blood. You know, it's <laughs> just like it, – it, I get it. It's PG-13. But at the same time, you can do a lot in PG thirteen.
3: Yeah, it's it's definitely a flexible um,
2: rating. I I would have loved to have seen a couple other gods, like maybe some Moon Knight crossover, maybe some Raw, maybe something mm-hmm. like Ooh. that. You know, something yeah. that impacts other franchises within the MCU. To
3: um, connect
2: it a little bit. Yeah, it you. would be. I don't know if you guys know, but there is a huge uh, connection between Moon Knight and Thor in the comic books. Mm. because of mm-hmm. the gods that they serve.
3: That would been cool. That makes sense.
2: Um and so it's it's really interesting uh to see uh, but for me I would have I would have loved to see more of that. Lindsay some takeaways for you?
3: Um I I really feel like uh this chapter of the Thor storyline really takes a lot of the loose ends and wraps them up which is really yeah. nice. Yeah. Um it 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 kind of solidifies the relationship with him and Jane, obviously. Um I love Jane's storyline is so powerful and so well done and she got freaking swole for this movie. <laughs> yes, she did. Natalie Portman. Right? Um and the fact that she has to switch from this super strong woman to this very weak and frail, frail yeah. back and forth. Um yeah. is just A a testament to her acting skills. Um, She really rocked it in this movie, even more than she did any of the other roles that she played um, in the other movies. Well, I mean, I guess it's still Jane, but I mean, it really is a dynamic character in this one. I love Gore, too. I agree. We needed a little bit more violence to, I wanted to hate him a little bit more. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of, I really love whenever they take a good, uh, a bad guy and, you know, you get that emotional tie like they did at the end with him and, and the daughter scene with Eternity and everything. That was really cool. But I feel like I would have had a more emotional impact if there was more dislike throughout Like the Thanos.
2: Movie. Like Thanos yeah, snapping like the Thanos. half the universe, yeah.
3: Exactly. Like some so destruction. So he's supposed to be this powerful being. So there wasn't a ton of that. There was also not enough Hemsworth booty. <laughs> <laughs> oh of course need, you'd say that i a lot more god backside
2: i remember when that scene life. came into but, theater I mean, in atlanta because I, I got to see this with mike and alex went, i'm just gonna oh.
3: rewind that i'm gonna get it on the, the dvd and just rewind that
2: <laughs> you
3: snapped too hard
2: alex went oh <laughs>
3: <laughs> also i don't i don't know what it is that uh Tyka eats for breakfast every day, but it's gotta be some crazy Fruit Loops because screaming goats.
1: Yeah. Seriously, yeah.
3: I came home wanting to scream like a goat because it was <laughs> just so good. It was so corny, yeah, but it was so good. It's it's very popular, meme-worthy sound, and he just went to town on it. Yeah. I think he had like the mash button and he just hit it over and over again. But um, that, that, that was just the comedy that it brought. But the thing is, is that I don't feel like it reached the comedy level of Ragnarok. And I know mm. that I've heard this several times as they you always compare the, to the former movies. I God, Ragnarok hit such a high level of goodness for these yeah. Marvel films that it's really hard to reach that again. And I think he just barely fell short. It's a hell of a lot better than Dark World. It's better than the oh. first Thor.
0: <clears throat>
3: this movie is second in line if you're looking at just the Thor franchise. I agree. So, um, I would agree with that. So many, I mean, Taika has all the, is known for like his bright colors and stuff, and that, that was really introduced in Ragnarok, but it continues into mm-hmm. this movie, which I really, really like. Um, there's, there's just so many good things. It, again, it tied in with the the Galaxy, the Guardians of the Galaxy. I love seeing the kids. His kids are in this movie. Both oh, yeah. Them.
2: Both of them. Yes. Kids yes. are great.
3: <laughs> yeah. The, so that was great. really cool. At the
2: beginning scene when he's running in the woods, that's his son. Mm-hmm. And then um, the eternal child that was born from eternity is India, India mm-hmm. Rose Hemsworth. Yes. And so <laughs> she is officially part of the MCU now. Crazy. Yeah. Can his we, own daughter
3: cameos for just a second though well, <laughs> before
2: you go there you were talking about the goats the goats names is tooth grinder and tooth nasher i love it
3: grinder and nasher yeah love
1: it i just wanted to show that um, cameos yeah cameos uh, matt damon <laughs> <laughs> yeah and chris Hemsworth's brother yeah yes. which was amazing yeah I love
2: that. chris Hemsworth's brother and then um i see um you had chris uh McCarthy. uh yeah, Melissa McCarthy, Alan Grant. What's his name? Um, I can say Alan Grant. Oh, yeah. There was
3: so many people on that <sighs> Shoot, stage his that name. I was just like,
2: Jurassic Park guy.
0: Yeah.
3: Yes. Oh um, my! I gosh. can't remember
2: his name. Uh, Russell Crowe as Zeus. Yeah.
3: He did well. He did good.
2: <laughs> the skirt. Nice. The skirt curtsy when he comes the skirt down.
3: Hurts. Comes I mean, I loved that I loved He's like a one-off character. But the thing is, is that if you guys do the credit scenes, because I think we've yeah. trained you a decade of movies you never leave during the credits ever no. for a Marvel movie. And he actually shows up and I have a feeling he's going to reappear in another movie, Who's which that? I'm really excited about because Russell Crowe's Zeus would be wasted otherwise.
1: Yeah, I, I <laughs> felt like they shortchanged him just a little bit in the role. He didn't get enough to do for me, but... I think if they're going with the, we'll talk about it, storyline, then I, I have a feeling that he could uh, be a lot better in the next film. So I'm excited for that.
2: I think he could. I think, uh, honestly, the, with the introduction of Hercules, uh, I don't know if you guys recognize that actor playing yes. Hercules. He is from Ted Lasso. Ted <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. The actor's name uh, fails me right now. I apologize. But uh, I immediately recognized him because I'm a huge fan of Ted Lasso on Apple TV+ a uh, great show and so when i saw him i was like oh and alex is like who is that i was <laughs> like you don't you don't she cuz alex my wife hasn't seen ted lasso yeah but um and i was like wow that's really cool so they are guys hercules and thor in the comics is like yeah. hulk and the thing in comics yeah. they battled all the freaking time all the time yeah so if hercules and cuz hercules would be olympus's version of thor
0: mm-hmm. in
2: in 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 retrospect um, so that would be really cool to see like Thor 5 if that if I that's like the way they go. The,
3: I like how they're pulling in the the uh, mythologies. Yeah. blending the That's, I mean, them that's nice great, man. It.
2: Yeah, you got Norse mythology, Greek mythology, uh all of that coming together and um, but well, I, I Thor
3: is going to need a bad guy cuz I mean he's literally kicked everybody else's butt
2: pretty much at this point, but he, <laughs> Kang Kang the conqueror.
3: This is uh, true. That's yeah. that's
2: going to be a different ball game there, because that's a multiverse dimensional being. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, getting back to the gist of the final, so that was the first in post credit scene was was that yes. the scene with Zeus and the 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 wound in his chest and Her- him summoning Hercules. I'm but, so
3: glad we got Cork back. Yeah, me too.
2: And Cork Cork has a baby Cork now, and so he yes. met he met a Dwayne new yeah. Rock. He met a new rock and they 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 held hands under a lava pool and that's yes. insane. Um then we have that little pebble. Little pebble coming out. And um then we have the final post credit scene, which was interesting. It was Jane mm-hmm. Foster meeting Heimdall in Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Why would they show that? Why would they show Valhalla?
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
2: I mean because in Norse mythology, now guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've studied Norse mythology. A warrior spirit can leave Valhalla only once, but never return, mm. whether they die on the battlefield or not. That's Norse mythology. Like if, yeah, you, and if they, you if you if you to
3: Valhalla several times during yeah. this movie, too. and if yes,
2: they do. You know, so if you die on the battlefield, you get a you you get a a, a warrior's death, which means you are invited into Valhalla. All right. In Valhalla Norse mythology, so you can essentially your spirit can leave and inhabit another being, but you can never go back to Valhalla. That's a choice that you have to make. Interesting. Yes. That if if they go that route, interesting. Just a little nugget, nugget, nugget. Um, uh, nugget. Another interesting thing that I thought too. Did you guys notice the the continuity with Jane and? And Thor, I have this on a note here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share this right quick. A small okay. piece of dialogue between Thor and Jane addresses the fact that she may have been one of the victims of Thanos' snap. When the pair meet again, they have a slight disagreement on how long they've been broken up. Jane suggests it was only three or four years, while Thor says it was eight years, seven months, six days, give or take. The difference in time is likely due to the fact that Jane was snapped it's out snapped. of existence by Thanos that for makes five sense. years.
0: Uh, this was
2: seemingly sense. confirmed. The, this was seemingly confirmed in the script for Avengers Endgame, which never made the final film. In these notes on the scene, Jane's name is among those listed in the victims of the snap.
1: Ooh, I like
2: that. So even though that intel didn't make it into the final cut of Endgame. It was in the script originally, essentially. So I don't know if that's—I mm. don't know if there's a scene where it shows a wall and Jane Foster's names on that. I know there's a memorial scene at the end of Endgame, uh, yeah. or at the end of uh, in, Yeah, it's it's the beginning of Endgame actually yeah. when they pick up five years later.
3: That's right.
2: Um, I have to go back and rewatch that. But Do you,
3: um, how did you guys feel about um, the the relationship with the axe? storm bringer. bringer axe
2: stormbreaker yeah he had yeah. it has its own personality i kind of yeah that was like, weird it's kind of like why are you leaving
1: me from your owner why are you i actually like that more I than did the too. Goats.
3: like the love triangle of yeah Lord and his weapons it's I, love like it. Strange. I like that
1: <laughs> i struggle with the goats at points but i never struggle with that until he poured beer on it then i was like <laughs> here, stormbreaker
2: have your uh, first yeah. brew
1: yeah, I, I thought that was kind of. It's like they, they pushed it with all that. They, they pushed it with that. They pushed it with the goats. They started to wear on me a little bit. It's just, it's that nonstop, just like, and, and you think of Thor's story in this movie, and he's lost everyone prior to this movie. And then he loses his girl. It's such a tragic story. they played it very much is. so lightheartedly. Yep. I'm like, I don't know if those two things fully mix. But like I said, when it actually ends off and you get that sacrifice and what bell's character ends up doing with eternity and the eternity storyline is brilliant I know, joe we've talked about this before would they ever include eternity and they did uh so that's that's what i wanted i I thought it ended so beautifully and the idea of bringing back your daughter instead of taking out all the gods man loved it let's go back
2: go back to guardians of the galaxy 2 all right (laughs) you've got ego the living planet right and then there's a scene about that the three quarters way in where ego touches the forehead of star Lord and star Lord looks up oh, and his eyes go eternity, and so mm-hmm. it is hearkening that is not what he's looking at is his own turn eternity he's looking at the being eternity, yes. and yes. so we finally get to see that being and 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 it's it's ex- straight out of the comics, straight yep. out of the comics the the being has no facial format that you can see, but the scene where at the end of it when Jane is on her last and then Gore is on his last. And then Gore realizes the error of his ways. And he looks and, and Jane's like, Will you take care of this child? And Jane's like, you can do this. Yeah. And then Gore yeah. Gore, instead of instead of Gore making a decision to, to, to eradicate everything and, and cause all disc, he wants his daughter back.
3: Yeah. That
0: was really when good. his
2: daughter That's walks up and the reflection of her, you see her eyes lit up as mm-hmm. white but in a child's mm-hmm. form but eternity behind it that is what eternity actually looks like in the comics a walking being with a galaxy behind them but only white eyes it was straight out of jack kirby goodness i That's freaking cool. love it we got so some cool. cameos from um some celestials in here as well there yeah, were some tie-ins um uh, there the we, watcher only for as the watcher a Watu. Um, so many references, even in the, the throne room battle scene, the the giant celestial heads that were coming down in the statues, uh, just amazing. Um, but well, there were so many references here to what if the the, the concurrent MCU on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I just really enjoyed seeing a lot of that come together in full alive action. And so, mm-hmm. is there anything that we haven't touched on? Uh, we we talked to cameos a little bit. Um, how, do,
3: how did we like Valkyrie in this? She she was kind of like the the king of of as the new mm-hmm. Asgard and and she she was pretty consistent. I mean, obviously you could tell like she at the beginning she's really just over it.
2: Yeah, I thought she had a pretty Earth. good. I, I think she had a pretty good commanding role. I I, I don't yeah. think uh, it wasn't over the top, and she's not. It was probably uh, Mike Kendall over in the chat. It was probably had been said, but Christian Bell is amazing in this movie. Uh, Mike Kendall, first Absolutely. and foremost. What's up, buddy? And yes, Christian Bale is amazing in pretty much anything the dude (laughs) acts. He's he's a method actor by by far. But um, getting back to the conversation, I think Valkyrie. um, I think her role was just enough, and I think Valkyrie knowing about Jane's disease before anybody else. It seems like she Jane had been talking to her privately.
3: Like they Mm -hmm. made like there was a connection there. over or something, and well, they like spill all their darkest maybe, secrets. Maybe you know, talk
2: or I, I found that interesting because it was like there was conversation going on there. This conversation she didn't want to have in front of Thor because she knew it right. would affect Thor, yeah. And so, um, in that, it was just really interesting to see, like, are you okay? And then you knowing specifically, let's go to the boat scene when Stormbreaker is, is summoning the Bifrost and they're heading to the, the Shadow Realm and mm-hmm. you know th- th- you got that there's this conversation between korg and valkyrie in the boat and and um it's like hey what are they doing out there uh you don't really you know something like that and she's like and she says something to the effect like well she, there's there's a lot more deeper than that there's something there else going on and korg's like oh yeah and you know there's this moment i can't remember the dialogue specifically but it lets you know that she was in the know the whole time long before anybody else yeah and I, I just wonder why would Jane reach out to Valkyrie it is is interesting I want to know more about that part
3: you know, you know who I, I wanted too. more of in this movie because this is like infinity where cones she came from
2: infinity cones
0: infinity cones <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah no. I really wanted I mean we got a, we got a little taste a little sampling but I really wanted more darcy
0: Darcy she mm. is one of
3: my favorite favorite characters in the MCU and we get a boatload of her in the Wanda series but she originated in the Thor series. She sure did. And so I really wanted a little bit more from her. You only get one scene where she's sitting next to Jane while she's doing chemo treatment and they have a little small conversation and then that's it. That's all you get. I was like, she I love her character and the way her character is written. I resonate with her snarky sass attitude Mm -hmm. stuff that she's got going on. And so I really wanted a little bit more of that. Obviously, she doesn't leave Earth and go travel the universe, but any time that they were on Earth, I really wanted a little bit more of Darcy. Mm -hmm.
2: Also, too, you guys may or may not know this, Jeff Goldblum's cut of the Grand Master from Ragnarok was actually filmed for this role. Oh, was and it? I was removed, wondering if we were going to see him. It was removed on the cutting room floor. I guess it didn't fill in the continuity of what Taika Waititi was looking so for.
1: So I've actually heard that Marvel, for some reason, this is a rumor we don't, we don't know. I heard Marvel mandated this film to be under two hours. And I find that strange because That's very I felt strange. I had, I part of my issue with the first act was we're going back and forth and back and forth. And it felt rushed. So knowing that the movie could have, and maybe should have been longer and, Maybe we get a scene of gore uh, butchering a god, and it's not included in this this movie. So I I feel like maybe there's more left on the cutting room floor than normal with the Marvel film. Can we get the white TV cut,
0: please?
2: Well, he's already—he's actually went on the record for Hollywood yeah. Reporter, and he said, if you're looking for – he said this this week. Yeah. If you're looking for yeah. a director's cut, it's not going to happen for this film. Because okay. uh, yeah. I, I once Marvel has signed, sealed, and delivered the package as the full film, it's not going it, to –
0: That's
2: it. If you that's notice, done. none of the MCU films get a director's cut, not even the Russo brothers.
1: Yeah. And it, it'll
2: never happen. It'll never happen. There's there's footage that was filmed that you will never see. I know for specifically when, and I'll say this, and we'll get to our scores and we'll wrap up. Uh, there was a scene uh, that was filmed, and we saw this because there's a there's a website that I follow. When Jane Foster first summons the 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 role of Mjolnir and Thor, there you know the big white columns that were in the background of New Asgard. Yeah. There's a scene where she was like levitating up behind those columns, and it was filmed several days. That scene, she was literally rising off her feet, and her arms were outstretched. But it never made the Until film, and I was like, I was that. waiting wow. for that scene, and I was, I saw it literally yeah, filmed I was two years ago. Because
3: I mean, all you got to see was her standing next to the little yeah. dome of the pieces, and it never explained like one, how the heck did they put it back together, and two, how did she acquire that? You know, yeah. it was it was very much an implied connection, yeah. which I feel like probably should have been.
2: Well, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up, and let's give our official review of Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, coming out of the theater, I, I really felt that I'm gonna. I'll leave this one off. I I, I felt, I felt, you know, I f- saw a good Marvel film, something fun, something funny, something heartfelt. Uh, don't feel it was kind of like up to the level of Winter Soldier, uh, Doctor Strange, multiverse. I don't feel it was like that depth. Um, with that said, I'm going to go with an 8.2, I believe, on this. Sure. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I could go any higher than that, just because there's, there's some things I think it could have been flat. Again, this is personal preference of mine. I, I think there's things that we could have, I could have seen more of or less of. Yep. Austin,
1: I, I agree. I, I will go a little lower. I'm actually going a seven three with my score. Okay. Uh, I think it's a good Marvel movie. I think it's a solid Marvel movie, and I will very willingly watch it again. Uh, I just felt like there were some things maybe left out that should have been included in an overwhelming sense of comedy, but uh, some of the better emotional beats we've gotten in a while. So I still really enjoyed myself. Same. Lindsay Badger.
3: I was, I was, uh, I'm I'm right on par with you, Joe, but because I thoroughly enjoy Hemworth's backside, we're going to do an 8.5. 8.5. 8.5.
2: <laughs> uh, just for that, huh? Okay. Just,
3: just, for, the, just for the buns of steel. Hey, he <laughs> you put a lot bucks. of work into him. You got to show him off. Man.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, listen,
3: all those squats.
2: Listen, chat, if, <laughs> I want to know what your score is. Um, please drop it in the chat. I want My Kindle said a 7.5. Jeremy Stoltz coming in at a 7.6. Wow. You guys, this is probably, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. She was, uh, I'm just catching up. Darcy. Yep. I, I get you. Uh, they will change scenes. At Disney Plus some things to fix exactly, um, but um, you know we also wrapped up Miss Marvel this week as well, yeah, we and did. then another great show, interesting take on the show. Uh, we won't be able to do a show on it here specifically. We
0: did the
2: finale of Stranger Things as well. Yeah, and we had the finale of Stranger. There's so much that has happened in the past week. Uh, it's been so hard to keep up with, but we Highly did. Recommend yes Uh, the the final two episodes is is just pure glory amazing Uh, bonkers Um, but with that said guys thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on this um, on this afternoon here I know that we're on a weird time and stuff like that and uh, but uh, we really appreciate you spending your afternoon with us and um, for episode 144 and we um, are very thankful for that but we'll be back in two weeks uh, I don't know if you guys saw on the footnotes, but uh, we're going to be covering DC's League of Super Pets.
0: Ooh. Nice.
2: I, I, nice. I, 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 my wife wants to go see it. So when my wife is like, I want to, because it's dogs and she loves dogs. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Uh, so, you know, I know it is a kids' film, but at the same time, there's going to be some some comic book glory in there. I think Warner Brothers there's is going to throw some stuff hitters in hitters
3: on the docket yeah. for the voices. The, oh, oh yeah. Good.
2: Kevin Hart. You got Kevin Hart, John Krasinski. Mike uh, johnson yeah it'll be yeah. a lot of easter eggs a lot of easter, easter eggs be a Australia. lot yeah Australia. it's going to a be, be overload if you're a warner brothers dc fan which i'm a fan of anything really if it's a comic book so but um all right guys well with that said austin burke are you ready to take us out buddy
1: I am. Uh, guys, listen, thanks so much for joining us here on a Friday. This was an awesome show. I'm so happy we got to talk about Thor. So, yeah, yes. thanks for coming in, man. Lindsay, thank you. Uh, it was awesome. I'm Austin Burke. At the Burkeinator, you guys can search and find me all over the interwebs, and um, I'll give you my address if you ask for it. No. <laughs> uh, we are part of the newly formed creative group known as the Creative Multiverse. Uh, for more great media content, artwork, and more, find us on Facebook groups. And now on Discord, at the Creative Multiverse. If you're a creative, produce content, or have a talent, we want to see it and would like for you guys to share it with us in the multiverse. Yes. <laughs> in the multiverse. In yes, the multiverse.
3: Uh, d- and thank you guys again for... for- being patient with us whenever we switched over there in the middle of the show. Yeah. I saw <laughs> that was, You guys are rock stars. Um, and, and thanks for hanging out and, and interacting with us. It's really, really makes this show so much more entertaining for, Absolutely. for us to do with you guys reacting to our conversation. Um, if you guys want to connect with us on the social medias, we have all the places Everywhere on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, probably even on Mars, everything is all at PopexCast. If you want to send an email to us because you know you're like, Yeah, you want to, you, you just want to send an email to us for whatever reason, sign us up for a newsletter. Um, PopexCast at com Yes, <laughs> is, is the address yes. for that. S- fill the spam folders. Uh, And also, if you want to go check out all of the episodes that we've ever recorded, ever, go over to our website,
2: PopXCast.com. That's it. PopXCast.com, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I'm, of course, Joseph Burke, a.k.a. at Arts, all over social media. Of course, hats off to Team PopX. That's it for this episode. But rest assured, we will be back in about two weeks uh, for episode 145. Where we will re- discuss DC's League of Super uh, DC's League of Super Pets and the 1980 classic Weird Science.
0: Oh, Weird
2: From science. my heart and from my soul. Anyway, Uh man, <laughs> it's I just—it's gonna be a good show. So we'll see you in two weeks, guys. That will be on, um, I believe, uh, at the end of the month, July 31st. We'll be on that Sunday. That we'll be back yes. on our normal Sunday scheduled uh, routine. But from all of us here at PopEx Cast, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading, and thanks for just being a part of the PopEx family. You guys truly are the rock stars, and we will see you next time.
0: Yeah. Bye,
1: everybody. Bye.
0: Thanks for being a part of the PopEx family. If you liked our show, please visit our YouTube page. Be sure to click subscribe and tap the notification bell so you'll know when we go live next. Visit our Discord channel by clicking the QR code on screen during our live stream or simply visit bit.ly forward slash creative multiverse. Connect with us on social media by using PopXCast. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.